Welcome to our class podcast. My name is Xander Streck, and I'm here to share some practices to encourage leaders to be their personal best. We're going to take a look at how to put leadership into action. This episode will focus on encouraging the heart, and for this, I'll be interviewing the most exemplary leader that I know. She is responsible for leading our children and our household, and she guides them by example. With kindness, warmth, compassion, and intellect, she fully embodies a leader that encourages the heart. My wife, Anna Streck. <laughs> Anna, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me on. I, um, I'm really happy to share my thoughts on what it takes to be a person who can encourage a heart, um, especially during this pandemic, which is something we have uh, never experienced before. We're learning quite a bit about each other's thresholds in our own little camp here. I completely agree. And because we're with our unit 24-7, thought it would be a perfect time to have you let the listeners know how you encourage our hearts on a day-to-day basis. Food, obviously, number one. Um, Kind of a joke, but also kind of serious. Uh, First, I have to get everyone's tanks full, and then we can get our day going. Um, But also, I always try to recognize hard work and positive behavior I have three humans in our house who are all in different places at the same time. Um, So, Sander, you have moved your work office to our home office, and that alone is not something simple, um, especially in your line of work. I know there are so many distractions, um, but somehow you still seem to get it all done. And Hudson has moved his school desk to his home desk, and we have to imagine how dearly he misses his friends and his actual teachers, not me. Um, And I think that this situation that we're all in is likely toughest for him. And with that being said, I think it's also most difficult for him to verbalize that. Um, We also have Wynn, and quite honestly, I think he just loves having everybody home all the time. So we have this mixture of needs that need to be met, and I just try to figure out each day Um, how I can meet them and make each individual feel happiest. Because at the end of the day, when we're ready to go to sleep, what we really want is uh, a happy heart. And, you know, you do an amazing job keeping us all motivated, to be completely honest. But can you go into a little bit more detail about how you keep us all encouraged throughout the day? Uh, Yeah, Um, I think... Keeping my unit encouraged comes naturally because I really am a glasses half full kind of a gal. Um, When you are eager to talk about work, I am super eager to listen Um, because honestly, it isn't so often that you will open up about work. And I find that um, since you've moved your base home, it's easier to do especially that. And I think a listening ear is really important and equal parts underrated. Um, Also with Hudson, our six-year-old, I love being able to praise him since school again has moved to our home. um, I think it's much easier because 
I know that his studies are difficult for him and for him to see that I'm able to be so proud of him throughout the days um, works really well for him. Um, and um, you could just tell, for example, this morning he was reading a book and it was this assignment we sort of got in a scuffle over and he took the book and he went and read it by himself on the couch. And then he came back and he was like, Hey mom, I finished it. And I just said, Oh my gosh, like you read that whole thing by yourself. Like I honestly couldn't believe it. And he was just hanging on to my reaction. And I was super happy to praise his efforts. And, um, that was beautiful to see. And with our one and a half year old, when, uh, everything is about reaction. He's just a teeny tiny sponge ready and willing to soak it all in. So positive reinforcement in the way he talks, his confidence with running, the list could go on. Everything is huge smiles and that, that works really well for him. Yeah. And I think, I think both kids really react well to how you praise their good behavior Mm-hmm. And even if it's something as small as throwing something away in the trash or making a shot in their basketball hoop. For sure. I, I mean, they they just love to have their mom and me. Of course you. L- less often, but <laughs> um, love to have both of us showing them praise for their good behavior. And our kids love a good time, like really love a good time. Tickles, dancing. We have so many dance parties throughout our day. Like it's unbelievable. Um, Jokes, especially Hudson, our older son, loves jokes. Uh, Anything for a laugh, which is really, really fun. It's 100% true. Um, And honestly, whatever we do, we really try to do together. And it's pretty easy because we actually enjoy being around one another most of the time. But honestly, it is. We have a good time together. And, you know, I think a really um, important component to all this is that our family is really inclusive and that we are close to our neighbors, um, our friends, both on Xander's, your side and my side, um, our families, both sides. And for that, I feel fortunate because it really is a spirit of community. And that's why you're the most incredible leader that that I've ever met. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be back shortly. Thanks so much, Anna, for your input. Really appreciate the examples. You know, we've learned a lot throughout the semester that appreciation, respect, and encouragement are some of the most important factors in retaining employees and creating a strong, productive workplace. The same goes for our families. A Harvard Business Review article that I read recently put it perfectly. In our personal lives, we understand that it is good practice to celebrate and sympathize, to show regard for others' feelings and needs, to uplift, soften, comfort, and aid. When big things happen, we relish in them together, lighten each other's loads, and console those we care about. Like good families, good organizations, have the same responsibilities. If good organizations want to create a real sense of community, culture, drive, and progress, they also need to create these shared experiences. Now we should learn from how we act at home. Understand what makes a family unit so strong. 
and we shouldn't be afraid to put those same things in place at the office. We should be leaders, speak our mind, share in the small victories, as well as the large ones, and create a better culture amongst those that we work with. The connection that we have with our family is most important, but if we are able to have the same feeling of care in the workplace, it will only add to the community and communication of the organization. We should strive for this daily. I know it's difficult, but this will lead to a stronger team, promote a great sense of belonging, and encourage individuals to achieve common goals, which is what, in the end, makes companies, and more importantly, our families great. Whether you are a leader or not, encourage each other's hearts by recognizing others. Celebrate the victories, positive actions, and attributes, and create a stronger, better team by having common goals and achieving them together. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week on the Leadership in Action podcast.